I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. Keeping it spicy. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh my gosh, keeping it spicy. I'm trying to, gosh, I don't even know. We talk about things we watch sometimes. I was telling you this before. So we obviously Disney Plus is the hot thing right now. But it lasted about 24 hours for me. I still enjoy it, but I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know what all I can watch on here all the time. I guess if you just want to watch movies, but it's the problem. They don't have any shows like they have Mandalorian, which has been awesome, but you know, that's a weekly thing. They don't have like the office friends, parks and rec, like shows that you can just watch breaking bad, mad men, like things that you can really get into. And so that, that's the problem with like movies is that it's 90 minutes or, you know, 120 minutes and out. It, but it is super family friendly. These movies that I try to find on DVR, try to record every year, like the Santa Claus movies or Home Alone, or it's yeah, all Home on Alone there. is Hoc- on Disney Plus. Who knew? Yeah, Hocus Pocus is on there. I love Hocus Pocus. But anyway, I just want to say shout out to the Lady and the Tramp, the new live action one. My son is he just loves it, and he just sits there and watches the whole movie. And getting a what fifteen month old, sixteen month old to uh, set through a movie is kind of difficult and so now i've watched it like three times over the past yeah there you go this 30, is your new life hours. is finding the movie that'll make your son sit still and watching it over and over again it's like have i watched lady and the tramp more than the mavericks over the past week <laughs> <laughs> cumulatively maybe <laughs> all right on the podcast today we're going to preview the mavs game against the spurs tonight this game's tonight yeah yes it's tonight at yeah, home at home Home game tonight, so we'll preview that game. And then we'll, we want to do a quick, since we're 10 games into the season already for most teams, uh, some teams have even played 13, 14 games. So we're, we're getting, you know, close to, let's see, what's 14 games? Let's just say 12, that's, that's the 15, 12 game all stars. That's, that's 17% into the season. So we're, we're like 10% into the season pretty much for everybody. Okay. We're going to pick our all star team for the Western Conference. Let's go. We might as well. Hey, we'll lean into it early, but hey, all-star voting last year ended January 21st, so we're only about two months away. That's true, and I'll tease for the, since we need a break, coming up next, I'll tell you. not now. Why Tim Hardaway Jr. (laughs) could be on my ballot. (laughs) We don't do breaks this early. Okay, shoot. Not this early. Even though some of you are dying for me to read some of these ad breaks. Oh, man. It's just something Nick does. Like, that's just this thing. I'm not purposely getting out of these, but um, yeah. Some the next of you, Manscaped uh, one, I'll make him do. Some of you are really tweeting it at us uh, pretty consistently about me doing some of these ads. I'm like, guys, it's, it's okay. I don't really have to do these. I'm the moneymaker. Make that money. <laughs> All right. Max or nothing. We uh, appreciate everybody that sent in five-star iTunes questions. We have gotten to pretty much all of them. We have, we have a couple left, so go in. If you haven't, 
Leave a question with your five-star review if you haven't, and we'll answer it. This one comes from Jose. What up, Jose? He says, question, do you guys feel like this team needs more of a veteran presence? I feel like that's an interesting question, Mm. especially after that last Knicks game. I feel like we definitely would have agreed (laughs) with that premise. Oh, yes, I do for sure. I've really wanted this since <clears throat> it's something that I've mentioned uh, back before the season started, training camp wise and everything. Of uh, this is why I've uh, man, I would love for them to get Andre Iguodala somehow mm-hmm. if they could pull that off. Probably won't be able to pull that off, but uh, yeah, I think they do because we mentioned this uh, earlier that you know really JJ Barea, Courtney Lee, both of these guys that they're not really in the rotation, but you, know, you see, you know, obviously the spot starts there, or whatever, but. So when you say this team is super young, they are really young. They're they they are missing. They don't even have a Harrison Barnes type. Dwight Powell is really the Harrison Barnes veteran like Wes Matthews type of guy on the team, and he's not really. And it's not always you wanting something or somebody like super old, but yeah, I, I think they do miss that. And I I wish at some point they could get a quality um, starter type of player whether he does start or not that is a veteran that's been there done that uh in the playoffs type of thing so yeah somebody like an Andrea Guadala but I realized that they might not be able to pull that off yeah even if you look at the teams that this the Mavericks have lost to I mean you lose to the Celtics and that's Kemba Walker he's he's a massive veteran he had a huge run at the end of the game and you know even a veteran like Marcus Smart that's been around a little bit uh you know guys like that that are on that team uh, the Knicks, I mean, Marcus Morris, he's been around for a while. Like a lot of those guys have been around the NBA for a long time. And uh, the Trailblazers, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, obviously huge. They, you know, lost to them. Uh, the Lakers with LeBron, I mean, he's the biggest veteran in the entire NBA. So these these teams have, have guys that they can lean on. And that, that helps when you're jumping back from games, you're responding from some of these losses. And just with, with the um, – yeah, it's it's weird that JJ Barea hasn't played at times, but yeah, and it's I, weird I want to clarify one something. game and didn't <laughs> again. Yeah, I want to clarify some veteran and NBA experience. Yeah, not just age, because when you look at some of the ages on the team, you're like, all right, well, it's not like they're that that super young. But when you look at NBA experience, it's much different. Maxi being 28, Seth Curry being 29, uh, even DeLon Wright 27. He came into the league, you know, after playing three years of college. So like Maxi and Seth Curry, for instance, they're both 28 and 29. But in NBA years, they haven't been around that long. So I'm talking NBA years compared to just age. Yeah, and that- Boban's 31, right? Yeah, yeah, I forgot Boban. Boban is that is in that you know Courtney Lee, um, but he hasn't Jason been in the Bray NBA that long. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, and then when you but when you look at, look down the roster, uh, obviously Ryan Brokoff's twenty nine. Dang, I mean <laughs> one year in the league, but then after that, Justin Jackson's twenty four, Brunson twenty three, uh, Dorian twenty six. I mean, literally Dorian and Dwight Powell, they're like your quote, <laughs> vets. But yeah, Luca, you know KP, those guys. I mean under. 2420 all that but it's yeah i i do think this is something i will um stand for that i think they do <laughs> need a vet or i think it would help them a vet in the rotation yeah and the, the jj brea thing still is wild to me they played him in that one game and then he never played again and so it proved that he could play and yeah. then he just he hasn't uh especially i really thought he would he should have played in that knicks game 
And and why does somebody like a JJ Bray get put in there? Because he's a vet. He's been there, done that. Things wasn't working that night. And you know that you can trust these type of guys to calm people down, to keep, hold it together, go out there, give us a spark, do your thing. You know what this team needs in these situations. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it might not come. It could come before the trade deadline or whatever it is. But, yeah, I do think uh, a vet on the team would help. For sure. So, all right. Isaac, you want to give your tease about your... Coming up next, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why Tim Hardaway could be one of the names on the ballot for a Western Conference wildcard all-star spot. But before we do, use your basketball knowledge to prove that you have what it takes at mybookie.ag, where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA and MyBookie will match 50% of your first deposit. If you're listening on the go, you can visit MyBookie right now. You can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. I put a link in the description of this podcast. So just click that link, find MyBookie.ag, and they'll match 50% of your first deposit. All right, Isaac, let's preview the Spurs game first. So they're coming up against the Spurs. And the Spurs are on a five-game losing streak. They've lost to Boston, Memphis, Minnesota, Orlando, and Portland. And now the Mavericks are playing at home, second game on this four-game homestand. The Spurs are also one in seven in their last eight games. They've really, mm. really just gone downhill. They're seventh in offensive rating somehow, 26th in defensive rating. It sounds very familiar. <laughs> um, yes, very Not familiar. The record. Not the record, though. <coughs> Yeah, they're obviously sliding right now. We obviously saw the other night where Pop got tossed in the Portland game and Becky Hammond, Tim Duncan taking over was a, a really cool scene and crazy uh, to see that. Uh, my dad, I sent, I sent my dad a text and I said, hey, Tim Duncan just took over for Pop uh, coaching after he was ejected. And he wrote back, Duncan, question mark. And he was just floored that Tim Duncan was assistant coach. He didn't even know that. And it's just crazy that... If you're a lot of us listening, like it's just weird seeing players that you watch basically their whole career now turn into assistant coaches, and you've—I mean, we see that all the time. But it's just weird seeing Tim Duncan. Well, out there. yeah, you know, Daryl Armstrong too. I mean, we've talked about him yeah. on this podcast and dunk con- the dunk contest where he did the layup. <laughs> you know, he was an NBA player, and now he's you know helping the maps. Yeah, and so, but the Spurs team, Sham God too, Sham God too. Uh, the Spurs team, you know, they played against Portland a few nights ago. They set out DeJounte Murray in that game. I would assume that he's going to be back for uh, the Dallas game on Monday night. And Yeah, that's a load yeah. management game for him. I'm, I'm excited to see that matchup with Luka. Uh, DeJounte Murray is a really good defender. And, uh, yeah, I think I've always been a huge fan of him. We both have praised him before on this podcast yeah. and um, – was wanting a big year out of him last year, but of course he got hurt and stuff. But yeah, it, it should be fun seeing him and Luca match up. They obviously still have DeRozan, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Their starters against Portland the other night was DeRozan, Aldridge, Trey Lyles at center, uh, Brent Forbes, and Derek White. Trey Lyles, they've started every single game, and he is—he's almost like a Courtney Lee starter. He goes out there, he gives them twenty minutes, and then they go to their bench. And they really like playing Rudy Gay at the four, but they just start Trey Lyles for the size, I guess. Um, 
Yeah, this team is very weird. They're they're very weird in the NBA right now. They're seventh in offensive rating, like I said. They're thirtieth in three point attempts per game. Wow. And it's not like their pace is crazy slow. They're like thirteenth in the NBA in pace right now. So they just don't take threes. I mean, Demar Derozan has literally just given up taking threes. He he's taken point three a game. I mean, it's, it's probably like what three on the whole year. <laughs> yeah, against Portland, they only shot eighteen, and you know that was with Aldridge shooting five. So, and Patty Mills shooting five. <laughs> for once this season, the Mavs are not going to get destroyed behind the arc. Unless, you know, I guess. Uh, I don't know about that. They have some guys that can go crazy. Patty Mills can go crazy. Bellinelli hasn't been shooting well, but he can go crazy. Derek White can can hit. Bryn Forbes absolutely can hit behind the line. Um, so maybe some of those guys go off. But they're, they're big guys. LaMarcus, DeRozan, uh, DeJounte Murray, Trey Lyles, I guess, to, to a degree. He can stretch, but he hasn't been shooting well recently in his career. Um, Rudy Gay, I guess, can too. But yeah, the, the the big scores, the volume scores, don't really shoot threes, which is kind of a weird thing. Uh, but they're also they're sixth in free throw attempts per game, which I thought was was interesting too. Just trying to figure out what how this team scores and how they're so good, you know, efficiently scoring the ball. That's going to be a big thing. Foul trouble, things like that. Yeah, they bring Patty Mills, Rudy Gay uh, off the bench together. Yaka Pertle, Lonnie Derek, Walker, Bellinelli, Derek White. Uh, Derek White, yeah, because Murray will be in there. Uh, so, okay, let's take a shot. Of who do we think we uh, will start? So, mm. Who do you think takes takes on Aldridge? You think this is a Maxi or Maxi matchup? Or? I think it has to be Maxi. I think they I think they go okay. with the same starting five we just saw. I think they go Luca Curry can guard Forbes, Brent, Brent Forbes, uh, Dorian on DeRozan, DeRozan. Um, KP, I guess we'll take Trey Lyles and then Maxi on Lamarcus, and put Luca Garden Dejounte Murray. Yeah, that's fine. He can do that. Yeah, because Dejounte yeah. Murray, he's gonna he's gonna drive on you a little bit, but you know you can switch off that and you can figure it out. I really want to see. I, I think Porzingis has a big game in this game. Let's go for like a thirty plus for Porzingis in this game. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I I want to see who guards him. I mean, Lamarcus isn't as Marcus isn't quick, and so if, if Porzingis does want to try his dribble drive type stuff, I mean, <laughs> you might be able to get it off against Marcus. True. I think they'll put Trey Lyles on him, or um, we might see Jakob Berto. You can see Jakob Berto get a, a switch to the start lineup in this game, too. They should just put De, uh, DeJounte on him. Just go for it. <laughs> no, they got to try to aim on Luka. Just take him out. They, the team should be doing to the Mavs, just take out – Take out Porzingis and then just let Luca do whatever. Let Luca have his stuff. Yeah, and take out the other guys. But hey, we'll you see. Let that's why Tim I'm not. A, that's why I'm not a coach. So let let Tim Hardaway have his. <laughs> exactly. They should be, teams should just leave Tim Hardaway open. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like we said, they've lost the last five games in a row. They've been plummeting uh, in the standings. What'd you say? Lo- lose their last seven and eight. They're one and one and seven in their last eight. Okay. Um, yeah, one and seven last day. So we'll see. I mean, it, this is also one of those games. It kind of goes back to that Knicks thing. I was thinking about that more of trying a, a better way to explain it about how much I just didn't put a lot of weight into those Knicks losses. It, it's kind of equivalent to y'all know I love the Baltimore Ravens in the NFL. It seems like every single year, no matter who's good and who's not, when they play when they play the Steelers, like you can never look past that game. 
it's always a I know it's a rivalry in the NFL and the Knicks and Mavericks are not a rivalry, but it's because of the the energy and everyone's hyped around those games that no matter the records and no matter the talent on each side, you got to go into that game thinking, "Hey, it doesn't like there's no telling what could happen." And that's kind of that was kind of my same mindset going into those Knicks games over the past week that it didn't matter the record or talent on those teams. The energy was going to be so crazy in both those games that I could have seen it either way. So, yeah, I'm not – I don't think a ton of people have mentioned those Knicks losses over the past 24, 48 hours, especially <laughs> if they beat the Spurs tonight. And then their next two games is against the Warriors and Cavs, and uh, we're rolling right along at that point. But but you also you can't look, o- look over the Spurs either. Um, I mean, you see them all the time, and hopefully they don't. Yeah, you know, in the NFL, they like, talk about division games. You kind of throw out the record books when division games happen, and this is literally a division game for the Mavericks. Usually, we don't care about division games because divisions don't matter anymore, but Mavs, Spurs, division game, and you kind of throw out the record books because they're both going to take it take it to each other. Pop should be back, even though he, uh, you know, got ejected from the last game. It became a national story, just who was coaching the team at the time. Was it Duncan? Was it Becky Hammond? Who was it? <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Pop, too. I'm uh... – I want to see what he says about Luca and just about how Luca's improved and stuff. I'm intrigued what he says with that. A couple of years ago, uh, I guess, well, I guess it was like three years ago, and I was trying to go to most of the away team shootarounds in the mornings before the games. And which, by the way, guys, I do not think the Mavericks three point shooting is connected <laughs> to the lack of shootarounds. Uh, we've we've gotten those uh, tweets a lot, but. I said that. Anyway. To, I said. I said Isaac. There's a couple people on Twitter that think that the Mavs should start their shootarounds again because, and that's why they've been shooting bad from three. And Isaac said no way. And I sent him three or four tweets about <laughs> from so, people. Obviously, this is you know in the coaching business is not my profession, so I could be clearly wrong in that. But in my small, small opinion, I do not think that it is connected. The guys still warm up. Right, they don't just yes. walk out there cold. They still warm up, and they can they can still have their own shoot around and warm up and, bef- before the games and stuff like that. And yes, there is a shoot around that has been taking place. It has just not been at the um, time frame that shoot around normally. It's not mandatory, and, and it's not open for media. Let's just leave it at that. So, anyway. Like three, four years ago, when I was trying to go to all the away teams uh, shoot arounds, I was working on this like piece all year about for Dirk. Uh, it was really was good. Still at fan side, all that stuff. Anyway, uh, it was my first time asking Pop a question, <laughs> and I literally I was in in I say media scrum, but there's only like five or six of us. I was like, all right, this is kind of nerve wracking, but oh well, let's do it. And I asked Pop, I said, hey, what's it, <clears throat> what's it like going against a, a coach like Rick Carlisle when you have two championship coaches, two of the best coaches in the league. What's it like for you going against somebody like Rick? And Pop looks at me and says, well, we don't play against each other. The players do. (laughs) And he just looked around for the next question. I'm like, there's a part of me where I'm like, I respect it. I just got popped, you know, a little bit. And I (laughs) I understand like, okay, cool. Like made it moment. But then again, I'm like, why, why do you know what I was going for? Why do you have to do that? And, Anyway, that's my one and only pop experience. I never talked to him again. <laughs> yeah, I had a moment where I was in a scrum with with Popovich after a game, and there was like thirty or forty reporters around me, or maybe less, a little less than that. But there's a lot of reporters, and I was I was sort of near the front, and I just wanted to get some audio and hear what he had to say about. I think it was Dennis at the time, 
Dennis had like a good game that game. And we sat there for about five seconds and no one asked the question. And he goes, really? None of you? None of you? And he starts looking at all the national reporters in the face that are standing there. And he's like, really? Really? Nothing? Nothing? Any of you? <laughs> and I was like, uh. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Eventually somebody asked asked the question. But yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really funny that there was just all those people, all those like professional people. And I'm just like there with a blog. <laughs> hey, that's oh, me. Little face. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up, let's get into our Western Conference All-Stars. The two er- the way too early Western Conference All-Stars coming up. All right, Isaac, let's get into it. So the- We have not told each other our picks on this. Absolutely. So uh, we're, I'm super curious on where Nick and I agree on this, but we, we followed the standard rules for All-Star votes of the starters, two guards, two forwards, a center, or at least I did. No. And... The reserves, uh, two that's, guards. That's not what they do anymore. For three forwards and two they, guards. They do right? two guards, three front court players. And if you guys remember, fifty percent of it comes from fan voting for the starters, twenty five percent from players, twenty five percent from media. Like I said earlier, the voting ended January twenty first. So maybe we do this once a month. Yeah. Or maybe we'll probably Are do you, a, okay. This is something I didn't clarify with you. Are you doing who should be or who do you think will be? Oh, I did who should. I I just did my picks. Like who I. Who I think yeah, will me make, too, me yeah, too. like who I think will be on it, and I just I didn't really think about the starters as far as fan voting. Yeah, I didn't either. So, um, I think our two guards are easy. I think those this is the easiest one. Honestly, do too. I th- I think it's I think you could lock unless, these in right now, unless you count LeBron, which I guess LeBron plays out there with two guards, but he also is the point guard for their team. So it's just this weird, we're in this weird state right now. I still count him as a front court player, but I have Luca and James Harden as my two guards. Yes. Right now. I don't think it's even a question. Luca and James Harden is the starting backcourt in the West. And that's pretty wild to say, but I mean, especially with Steph hurt, Steph being hurt is the, the kicker out of all of it. And it's wild all of a sudden that there's just, I mean, the guards are just, gone kind of right like if you look like yeah. Westbrook has been knocked down a peg Chris Paul is out of it uh Steph Curry is gone Clay Thompson is gone um who I mean who else was was in there well that- I, I mean spoiler alert on one of my reserve guards but if Portland gets going a little bit more yeah D- Damian Lillard you know could make a run at that but I also still I, but still I don't think he you know right now the level that Luke is at the all-around game that he's at right now uh, we ranked him above Damian Lillard as far as the top 10 player in the league, and I think his season's better than Lillard's right now. Yeah, his team's better, and I think his season overall has been better as yeah. well. So, yeah, Luka and, and James Harden. And the reason why we have Luka as guard is because he's the point guard. He plays mostly with you know front court players with him. There are times, yes, when he plays with two guards. Basketball Reference has him at 100% between the two guard spots, uh, which Basketball Reference is play-by-play with with – Positions doesn't mean everything. It's not a hundred percent accurate, but it gives you an idea of what the what the uh, the play by play data says to them as far as who else he's playing with. Yeah. So so yeah, we have him as a guard, which is weird that we have him as a guard and not LeBron. It just you know. <laughs> oh well, just roll with it. Yeah, and and Ben Simmons is considered a guard in the East. He was on the Eastern Conference ballot for All NBA last year as a guard. It's just it's weird how it works, but hey, I'm so intrigued. Luca's for sure going to be an All Star, but I'm so in, I'm so intrigued with it. What well, I guess this doesn't matter either way of the voting of not not the voting the drafting where he gets drafted among the captains. Honestly, he could be a he could be a captain. He's gonna Gosh. get a t- he's gonna get a ton of votes. 
talking about the <laughs> the Mavs Twitter whenever he's having to draft on live TV and we had to figure out who all he loves and likes and who he's drafting that's above gonna people. Be an, and, that's going to be amazing. Oh, I would die. That's when we but, might have to record live, like record during. Yeah. Yeah. Luca takes LeBron. That, that, <laughs> yeah. Because then we'll just have all the speculation live right there. Yeah. Okay. Um, our three starting front court players. I also thought this was pretty easy because Ooh, there's only, there's like oh, two dang. really good teams in the NBA in, in the West right now. Rockets and the Lakers, and then there's really a drop off in front court players. I think I had I had LeBron, AD, and Kawhi, and I don't think I was being a homer with the Lakers either. <clears throat> no, I, I don't think uh, you are either, and I'm most surprised you because I I actually have a different one in the starting unit here. You took Kawhi um, out. You don't have Kawhi. I do. Yes, I don't. I don't. I don't have Kawhi. And I knew it you can you could throw him in this is a toss-up i only pulled him out of it because he set out four games i think already maybe five games he's played nine out of 13 games which is a 56 game pace (laughs) yeah so i have him as a reserve obviously because i think he's averaging like 26 a game oh our boy chandler parsons just went into the game in the hawks lakers game chandler he's back he's back he's back are you talking about his back or like he's actually back (laughs) he looks real tired uh, what's the uptown, went, what's the uptown of Atlanta? <laughs> um, yeah, so I I knocked Kawhi down a peg in this. I put him as a reserve, but I actually went Carl Anthony Towns. You love the games played thing. That's always your thing. It is. It matters a lot to me. But yeah, Towns has uh, played eleven games this season. He's averaging twenty six points a game, twelve rebounds a game. He's shooting forty three percent from three. On eight attempts a game Killing from three, it. like that's insane for a big fifty-one uh, percent from the field. Uh, yeah, and they, they have a, a decent record. What's their record? Seven and six, above five hundred. So, <clears throat> yeah, I have Towns as a starter right now. When the when Kawhi plays, the Clippers are seven and two. So, yeah, I, I could. Yeah, I'm, this one, I'm not dying on this one. You swap them out. Kawhi will probably end up starting over Towns, and I, he should. It's as long as he plays. What's going to be really interesting about these starters is. When Paul George is fully back, as we're recording yeah. this, he's played two games. He's averaging 35 points a game in 22 minutes a game. In two games, <laughs> Which right? Is just why, yeah, in two games, he's averaging 35. So he's scored 70 points in 44 minutes. Has he played with Kawhi yet? No, he has not. Okay. I don't think so. I could be wrong about that. They but just rest one of those every game? <laughs> it, I mean, you could, yeah. <laughs> They're coming off injuries. I guess Kawhi kind of is from the finals, I guess, but. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with those three spots between the Lakers guys and the Clippers guys, or if Paul George becomes a guard if he starts for Landry Shamit, like how they decide to to run that out. That'll be really interesting to see if it's you know which LA team gets two starters because LeBron is eventually going to sit out some of these games too. He's not going to play every single game. We've even seen yeah. Anthony Davis take off a game already. Yeah, for sure. So okay, moving on to the bench, we obviously both have Lillard. I have Towns on the bench, uh, and you have Kawhi. So those are not surprises at all. Yeah. Um, Who's your two backcourt guys? So Lillard and then my other backcourt guy is Booker. I'm taking Me Devin too. Booker. The, Me the too. Suns have been a big surprise. They're seven and four when Booker plays, and they're. I just did a, a video on Free Dawkins about the Suns and the Suns offense when Booker is on the floor is like. When, back when I did this video it was a couple days ago, it was 116, which is which would have been the best in the NBA by a good margin. 
And then when Booker sits, it was 94, which <laughs> would wow. be like insanely bad. So he's he's making a big difference. His efficiency is up this year. His playmaking, I I put a bunch of plays in there where he's, you know, posting up and looking for players. He's, you know, driving and kicking out to players. He's doing a lot of things well, and he's really making it work. I really considered putting Aaron Baines in here, but I think Booker has made oh them better. Gosh. Aaron Baines has been incredible for them. It's and just it was kind of a, a tongue in cheek, but he's been so good for them. He really has. Him and Rubio have been great veteran guys. Yeah. It's kind of kind of going back full circle what we were talking about earlier. When you bring in some vets like that that have been around for a, a while, they do make big differences on your teams. Got so far this season, what what are we? We're thirteen games into the season. I got to apologize to our our one Suns listener. My guy sent me this entire Oh my gosh, I forgot about this. 12 paragraph DM about how the Suns are going to be better. It and would literally take Nick probably like five screenshots to send to tweet out all of the stuff that this guy sent. <laughs> and uh so far he's been right about some of it. I I I don't know. I haven't looked back and, and compared the notes, but so far he's been right about these things, so. Hmm. Uh so yeah, after 10 games I I give uh Booker an early uh, spot in the early all-stars i'd have booker and lillard also I'll obviously had Kawhi, and then yeah i have Jokic as one of my front court guys yeah yeah Jokic for me as well um jamal murray's not making it there yet he's he's a scoring guard he's scoring 17 points a game that's not enough yeah I agree. N- not enough for me so so now so so far we have lillard booker Jokic, and towns on the bench Right, we, so, we, in so we need one more front court guy, and then we need two wild card spots. Oh, I put this guy on accident. Okay, my other front court is Rudy Gobert. I'm giving it to him. I'm giving it to him. No tears this year. We're giving it to Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Rudy Gobert. He's only averaging like 13 points a game, right? That's not what he does, though. He he gives I, you something I, else. Like Draymond was making it, and he was averaging nine. Yeah, but he okay. It's screen assist, Isaac. <laughs> 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 Shout out to David Locke and his screen assist. All right. I'm going there. It's only after 10 games. so But we got to give him love because he's killed it to start the season. And it's just 10 games. So oh, my if we're gosh. Out, you're really if, doing this. If we're handing out all-stars right now. Are you sure right he's not now, a guard? No, he's a forward. Actually, well, if we're going by basketball reference, he's played 80% of his minutes at a small forward spot. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you're going here. Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> He's averaging 26 points a game right now. 47% from the field, 36% from 3. The team is what 7 and oh, 6 man. like I said. Oh, that puts him at 8th in the West right now. He's literally a top 10 scorer in the NBA right now, uh, points per per game. He's 10th in the league. He's 7th in the West <laughs> in scoring if you count so, Paul George. I'm just saying after 10 games, if you had to make an all-star team right now in the West, I think he deserves one of those spots, and that's wild. <laughs> They've been talking about on the on the Timberwolves broadcast too about if he's going to make the All Star team. Oh no, stop it! He's not going to. No, he's not going to be an All Star this year. I, I don't. Hey, think they he can will, dream, but, Isaac. But after ten games, I mean, yeah, being seven and six, the numbers that he's putting up. I mean, he's scoring crazy right now, so I think he deserves one of the spots. I can't believe you went there. <laughs> I went there. That's Get wild, Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> this is the closest he'll ever be to an all-star appearance. It's so funny because he was a number one pick and he's into his career. He's averaged a whole bunch of points and you'd think that, Oh, he's finally made it to where the West is. It was thinned out enough to where 
he can make it. No, it's just he's he's improved his play <laughs> to this point. <laughs> to this point. Man, Andrew Wiggins, what a pick. What a pick. All right, who's your two wild card spots? My two wild cards. My other my one wild card is Donovan Mitchell. Okay. He's been he's been great. 25, Me too. I, 25 points. I'm right a game, there with you. Five boards, four assists. He's uh he's shooting the ball pretty well too. Um and then my other one. The Rockets are too good. I can't I leave. I had to do it too. I, I can't to. leave off Westbrook. Is he, I know. The Rockets are just too good. If I'm going to give the Lakers two guys for being, you know, super good in the West, then I also have to give the Rockets two guys, and I'm not going to make it Clint Capella. So putting Westbrook in. Yeah, I mean, there's only two teams that's won ten games in the West right now, and Lakers are ten and two, probably about to be eleven and two after they beat the Hawks, <laughs> and you know the Rockets are ten and three, and yeah, it's like you said. I mean, Westbrook's averaging over twenty points a game on the second best team in the Western Conference right now and I hated giving it to him. I really thought about a couple other guys. I thought about Montrez Harrell. Uh, I thought about Gobert. Yeah. Um I thought about SGA. SGA's having a pretty dang good season so far in I know 10 11 games. Thought about CJ McCollum, Buddy Hield. CJ McCollum 13th best player in the league, ESPN. And then I also put Porzingis in that list too. Yeah, my my, my snubs are Porzingis, Wiggins, Lou Williams, and Montrez. Brandon Ingram has been incredible this year. Almost twenty six points a game, seven seven boards, four assists. He's going to be the new Devin Booker, I'm afraid, to where he's just going to score a lot of points, but it's going to be like good stats, bad team. Well, until Zion comes back, and the I'm weird sure. thing is, Drew Holiday has not been good to start this season. No, I I literally looked at his stats today. I'm like, yeah, not too impressed by those but yeah he had a terrible start to the season like the first 10 games or so um d'angelo russell obviously cj mccollum left out and then paul george is a, is a snub that's played actually but he's only played two games so far i didn't even consider him curry clay thompson and zion i mean those are three injured guys that would factor into this list that make it so that we can put an <coughs> andrew wiggins i, I just want to say welcome guys to john morant party um I'm, I love being a cabinet member of this this fan club. He was taken second overall, Isaac. It's not like I know, but everybody him. was writing him off. I'm, I'm not saying I discovered Who was him. Writing uh, him off because Zion was the king of this whole draft class, and I know Zion's going to be good once he's um, back healthy. If that happens, and John ja Morant, I just I was all just bored because on you him. like one thing doesn't mean you're writing off the other thing. True, but he wasn't getting any love as far as rookie of the year. A no, lot of people no, considered Zion he, being in a whole different class than John Morant, he and I is. did not think that. I did not think that. He is. I don't think so. Zion's got to figure out how to be on the court. Last first, time we so. saw Zion, he's hurt himself. <laughs> Last time we saw Zion play, he was scoring 25 points a game just in the paint, and he didn't have to take a jump shot. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome in preseason basketball, and I'm super happy for him, and I think he's going to be really, really good. I just think John Morant's in the same, like, as far as, potential star in the league i think yeah Obviously, i have a su- totally different player. i have a surprise for you i'm ready last year we saw the inaugural legends position dirk filled that spot in the west Dwayne wade in the east this year in the east it's gonna be vince carter and in the west mellow i'm getting off this part carmelo anthony the legend spot give him an that's, all-star nod that's gonna be the only rasha he can make <laughs> No, I actually hope he does decent in Portland. Oh man, who would honestly get it in the West? Pau Gasol? No, he's in the East. Now, he's right? not, he's on the Blazers too. He's not playing. Tyson. Oh wait, he's on the Blazers. I, I forgot. Yeah, yeah he, let's give it to him. He hasn't played yet. 
It could be Chris or, Paul, but he's not done yet. Like you have to be at the here. very end of your career. Yeah. The, okay. So the oldest guys in the in the Western Conference right now are Tyson Chandler, thirty-seven. Ooh, I love JJ Barrett, thirty-five. JJ Redick at thirty-five. Tabo Cephalosha, thirty-five. And then Chris Paul, Courtney Lee. No, nah, it's got to be Powell and Vince Carter. Powell. Powell's legit. He's, I know he's you just know not how played yet. He hasn't played a game yet, so. Okay. But neither has Melo. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, all right, there you go. Tweet us if you think we're ridiculous about picking all stars, and I'm sure you guys will. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Yeah,